Hey, welcome into the very first edition of Women's Basketball Chalk Talk from the Denver Pioneers for this 2021-22 season. It's the Dosha and Tyler show. It's back. Yeah, it's finally. I don't know what took us so long. It's been forever. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well. How are you? Good. I'm screaming at the at the Zoom out of my excitement to, to be back. Yeah, doing. no, I was like, you know, when I saw this on my schedule. I was like, it's about time I wanted to take a few games, hadn't seen you in a while. So, yes, here we are. It's been a bit. Uh, we're very excited to get to talk about the start of the Denver women's basketball season as DU home this past weekend, uh, wrapping up a couple of games, a historic performance in one of them that we're going to talk about, but six games into this season, uh, which it's hard to believe that we're already nearing the, the start of December and uh, kind of getting down already to the, the end of non-conference play. Um, but so far through six games, tell us about the 2021-22 the Pioneers and what you've learned so far about this team. You know, the, you know in some ways, I, I'm definitely proud of the team. You know, I, I think the schedule, um, for being honest, was a bit ambitious um, on my end. And, you know, I thought we'd be further along in some ways, but I think we've had a chance to learn a lot about ourselves early. Um, we've had a lot of just great conversations about the type of team and identity we want to be. Um, you know, and I think, you know, honestly, it's still a little disappointed we didn't have our zone in at Air Force and uh, probably would have had a different outcome, had done some kind of adjustments that way. Um, but just proud of the way the teams continue to respond the last week and week and a half, we focused a lot on accountability and been able to hold each other accountable, being okay with being held accountable. And, you know, even despite the Wyoming game, I, th I think we saw a lot of just uh, strides that way from the team. So I'm excited about where we're headed in the group that I have. I don't have a lot of bodies, um, but they're, they're showing up every day, giving us what they have. Well, so far uh, through this season, you've gotten a couple of wins, uh, one against Missouri S&T and one on Friday against Texas A&M Corpus Christi. And we're going to start talking about that uh, in the University of Denver Classic inside Hamilton Gymnasium. On Friday, you get a win over Corpus Christi, 87-65 as a final in that one. And uh, you have a day in which you have a historic performance by one player uh, and you get a team effort that really leads you into a very good win. And it's going, you know, next up against a, a non-conference opponent um, who is really difficult in Wyoming. Uh, but to be able to go out and see uh, your team rally around a performance that was ridiculous uh, with Anna Jackson going for a school record, 36 points, 10 three-pointers, uh, and to get a win on home floor day after Thanksgiving. Tell us about that one, about that performance and about your team being able to keep the hot hand hot and roll to a victory with it. You know, that was such a fun game. You know, Anna actually didn't score in the first quarter. And right. so once she got hot, I felt like everybody wanted to be that person to, to get her the ball, keep feeding her the ball. And, you know, I think what was most special about that, honestly, uh, other than the win, was we made 29 baskets. We had 29 assist, or 23 assists on 29 baskets. And I think it just showed uh, just the type of basketball we want to be able to play where we can share the ball, uh, recognize when somebody's hot and be okay with feeding them the ball, uh, setting a screen to get them open. And, you know, there's a couple of shots that, like, you know, she, I'm sure the basket seemed as big as the ocean, but it really, and she'll say this as well, really was a credit to the team, uh, just in terms of the hard week of practice that we had. And I was so happy for them to see it just transpire on the court. Uh, when I say it was a hard week, it was one of those where we started to have to put some time and accountability on uh, just some defensive breakdowns we were able to have. And so unfortunately for them, it resulted in a sprint for this and a sprint for that. And to see them rally and to see them show up the way that they did in a game. And like I said, that the 
10 threes. I think she was 10 for 17. was very impressive. But the 29, 23 assists and 29 baskets is what I was most proud of. I know Anna said after the game uh, that her teammates, when she wasn't shooting it well a couple games prior to that, kept telling her, we feel like every time you let it go, it's going in. To have a group that encourages each other like that, even through some, some bumps in the non-conference portion so far, you're only six games in. And to know that your players have each other's backs like that, what does that mean to you as a head coach? You know, that's what we worked on. You know, uh, we, we started this chemistry and, and connection in the summer and being able to learn each other's personalities, what I need to say to Anna to pick her up as opposed to Juice to pick her up as opposed to Tess. And I think they really bought in, bought into that and started to understand what they what we need each person to do in order to win a game. And we obviously know Anna can shoot the ball and being okay if it's your job to set her screens that day and to keep her confidence high. So that's what I'm really proud of is just the connection that we've been able to build starting in the summer. And as we continue to go, as, as I told them, the summer's the easy part, right? We're not playing games. And now that we have this kind of, you can't ever simulate the adrenaline of a game and things like that. So now that we have a game to kind of see, okay, I really need to talk to someone. And, and I think they really have embraced that part. And it starts with them just building those relationships off the court. And you're seeing that uh, translate on the court as well. Joseph, for your team, uh, you go on a couple days later after the the win uh, over Texas A&M Corpus Christi, and uh, actually it was the next day. Um, time doesn't mean anything during the Thanksgiving holiday. Right, it really uh, doesn't. <laughs> on Saturday, you take a loss against a good Wyoming team, um, and you get a chance to learn from that. When you've watched film, you've evaluated what that game was um, in the, the analysis that you've been able to take away. Uh, what were your biggest takeaways from Wyoming? You know, watching it live, I, I was disappointed. I was, I was just confused about why we were struggling to score so much. And we do a lot of shooting drills. It's no secret how we want to play, shoot threes and layups. And uh, going back watching the film, I, I think I felt just some encouragement. And since we were just missing open shots, you know, that Wyoming, definitely credit to them. They, they did a great job of having a lot of heavy help and the paint. That's why you didn't see juice scores much. Uh, score as much just in terms of having size um, what we did against Corvus the night before been able to penetrate and kick and find the open person we didn't do it so much the second day and then the times that we did get open looks we just were too hesitant for some reason so uh, been able to clean that part up and then obviously defensively uh, you can't spot somebody 28 points in the first quarter and, and and not be able to shoot the ball so we've tried to focus on uh, taking a little bit more pride in our defense and just so when the ball is our hand you can't control if it's going to go in or not uh, but you can't control, you know, the, at least contesting a shot, pressing a ball. So I felt though, though the loss was definitely lopsided, I felt some encouragement, a lot of things that we could clean up, uh, but really starting on a defensive end of, a, uh, of the ball, 28 points, and we just played catch up the rest of the game. Uh, playing catch up, spotting 28 points, and not being able to shoot is a bad combination. When you uh, came in and, and took over this program, the thing that I noticed immediately about this team is its personality. And they've got a head coach who's got a great personality and, uh, and a coaching staff that's very engaging. You guys all got to spend the Thanksgiving holiday together. Uh, what was that like? I talked with, with Pioneers head men's coach, Jeff Wolburn, about it uh, on their side. And uh, for your team, getting a chance to be around each other away from basketball is such an important component of building a team. Tell us about the Thanksgiving holiday. You know, it's something that I was just fortunate that we we're able to have the team over in person last year. Uh, the staff cooked as well, but we delivered the meals and we jumped on Zoom and had our meal there. And because of finals, we actually gave the team a choice. We can do the same thing. Um, you know, it's kind of, uh, we live out in Aurora, so it's kind of a drive and they all wanted to come out. And it was just a great time. I think it was during that time, honestly, where 
uh, we didn't have a couple of good practices. And, and I told him, I want to be able to coach him hard and love him hard at the same time. And uh, our plans off the court doesn't have to, you know, translate just because you have a good practice or a bad practice doesn't mean we're not going to cook. You're not going to come over. Um, and it was a cool moment to just be able to, to create that separation for them. I always said when I, I had the opportunity to become a head coach, that the two things that would be staple for me and my program is the staff providing that meal uh, whenever it could happen, Thanksgiving, and then adopting a family at Christmas. And we had a chance to talk about the family that we're going to adopt this year. Last year, we adopted a family with, with uh, two young kids, and we're doing the same this year, uh, two, two young, uh, uh, young girls with a community action group. So it was just a fun time, and it was a great time to be thankful, but then also talk about how we can give back and, and adopting a family at Christmas and providing our team a, a holiday meal will be staples that you can expect from me and my staff. That is really cool stuff. Um, and, you know, this is a, a time of year that's all about family and friends and giving thanks and, and all of that. And I got to ask you about a very funny story that came out uh, of Anna Jackson's postgame interview in which she said that her uh, she had some family in town. And as you mentioned, in that game against Texas A&M Corpus Christi, she didn't score in the first quarter. And then she sets a school record in three quarters after that with 36 points. But she said she told Brad Thompson uh, on air during the postgame interview, she looked over at the end of the first quarter and noticed that her dad was sitting by himself. And she remembered from back in high school that he always did that when things were not going well. So she kind of kicked it into gear uh, from that point on score 36. A, do you have any family stories like that about your family? Was there anybody that you would look over and be like, oh man, this is, this is not a good sign. And B, what was your reaction when you heard that from Anna? You know, uh, I, I didn't have a story like that. It was never, um, no one really in the stands that I would look for um, that way, but I thought it was a great story on her end. It's so funny too to hear her dad say that wasn't the reason why he moved. He couldn't see, <laughs> right? He couldn't see, and I'm, I'm thinking whatever it takes. I almost feel like I need a cutout of uh, of uh, Mr. Jackson when we go to on these road trips. But he's like he couldn't see, but in her mind, whatever it takes to get her motivated. I, I think I need to use that in practice. Your dad moved seats, you know, I can pretend to see your dad. But no, I thought it was a great story. And I, and I also thought it was a credit, you know, sometimes when you come out the gate slow, it can kind of be easy to stay in that mindset, right? I, I didn't make a shot. I didn't get open shot. And for her to keep working, um, and, and we watched a lot of that film, both positives and things that we can do better. And I was just a really good credit to her, but it's just funny how they they choose things to motivate themselves, right? Like whatever it takes, I'm gonna I'm going to take it. So no, that that was that was that was funny. Let's talk about some other uh, some fun stuff uh, before we get to the final uh, stage of this and talk about what's coming up this week uh, for your team. One of my favorite things about you is not only are you a supporter of all Denver athletics, we'll you know be doing a broadcast of lacrosse or hockey or men's basketball or whatever. Dosha sweeten along with it. Uh, you're also such a massive supporter of women's athletics, and it's if it's not your team, you're still watching the college tournaments, you're still watching the WNBA, all of that. I know Don Staley sent you a piece of her 2017 national championship net, and uh, she said after winning that title she was going to send a piece of the net to every black female head coach in america and you didn't realize that that meant literally everyone and you got a piece of that net what did that mean to you i remember when you posted it on twitter it seemed very emotional and very important what what did that mean when you got that you know i i keep saying this and, and the people that know me know that i'm just um i i mean what i say i say what i mean and i say with my chest i'm just that type of person that 
Um, so when I got it, I didn't think she met everybody. And, and so a few of my friends texted me and was like, I can't believe you said that. I'm like, I didn't think, you know, so I was just absolutely floored. I arrived at the, uh, the Air Force game and we were having pregame. I had a chance to just kind of share that moment with the team. And it just, you know, it, it was a type of motivation that, um, you know, you, you, I'm one that, as you mentioned, I'm watching a lot of basketball. Um, I have a lot of friends that coach. And so I think for her to th really think of everybody and not just those who are at Power Fives who are getting all Americans, it was just I, I, the message that I took was be, be great where you are. Everybody has the ability to, to be a champion, um, you know, may not be a net right now, but here's something to remind you. And so I keep it on my desk. Um, it, it really was something that uh, the amount of just leadership and, and mentorship that she's tried to provide a lot of us. And it's funny, after watching her team in the Bahamas, they held Connecticut to three points in the fourth quarter uh, in that championship tournament. And I said, I text a friend, actually one of her assistants. And I said, I see why Don gave us these nets. She clearly is going to get another one either this year or next um, if they keep playing like that. So I know it was an incredible gesture that I think um, a lot of us at the lower levels honestly didn't expect and the way that she's been able to motivate us and us to rally around that and support each other. I, I started a head coaches group, which is about eight of us head coaches, uh, four of us are black females in a group. And, you know, we've had kind of rough starts to the season and be able to have that group to, to refer back to pick each other up and use as a motivation. So um, she's, she's done that um, because of her leadership, we were all trying to lead where we can. And um, I definitely want to be able to get my own piece of that sometime. Um, but yeah, I keep it on my desk as motivation. That's a pretty amazing story, and uh, it's a perfect segue into the next step in your season, which is uh, your team actually hasn't had to leave the state of Colorado as of yet. You play against Air Force. You get a swath of home games behind that. This weekend, you finally will do that. Um, you'll take on uh, UC Santa Barbara coming up on Thursday in Santa Barbara. Then you're at Cal Poly on Saturday in San Luis Obispo. Back here for a home game against Colorado Christian, then two more games on the road in Indiana against Butler and Purdue. For this five-game stretch, before you get into into conference play and you start things off right out of the gate against Western Illinois on the 20th of December, uh, what are the biggest keys you want to see from your team going on the road for the first time, uh, coming off of an up and down home weekend, um, and taking that next step as you get closer and closer to the Summit League? You know, like like I told uh, the team, I'm not necessarily focused on the outcome. Obviously, you want to be able to win uh, every game, but I just want us to to be consistent, to to be a team, and to kind of know what we're going to be uh, day in and day out. And when we're struggling with that consistency right now, uh, we've focused a lot on the defensive side of the ball. So to continue to uh, at least try to keep people in the low 70s, 60s uh, is something that we'll focus on. And then not getting uh, too impatient with our offense. I, I really believe in our offense. And you know, having a classic this past weekend, we we actually had a lot of compliments. I'm um, not just because Anna made 10 threes, but we made 19 total. Um, at, as a group, it's funny, a uh, quick story, we're doing a pledge this year. So you can, whether it's a dollar, $2 for every three that we make, um, you can kind of just follow the team that way. And the opposing high school coach um, that I grew up in, she pledged. So when she commented on the video about Anna, it's like, oh, the, you guys are taking my money. It's $50. And I said, well, we made 19 as, as a team and she made 10 by herself. So she pledged $5 at three. So then I text her. I said, hey, are you sure that wasn't a typo? Because this is how we play. And so she's like, no. She's like, you have to, you have to be able to make them. So, um, you know, I, I think to be able to, to keep the ball movement with our offense, um, really not letting it stick, um, keeping our spacing, uh, been able to, to attack more uh, and get to the free throw line more. But I think if you made me narrow it down defensively, really want to be able to just keep them in the uh, 60s, low 70s and, and clean up our rebounding. Uh, we go back to that Air Force game and even that Wichita State game, we gave up a lot of second, third chances at the 
basket. And that's something that we've really tried to focus on. And then offensively, you know, it was nice to see Megan Boyd um, kind of get out of her slump and, and have that consistency. I, I think we're a team that can have three to four people in double figures and it could be anybody's night. It happened to be Anna's that one night, um, but we want to be a hard team to scout. So uh, we will keep emphasizing sharing the ball uh, offensively and, and finishing plays defensively. Well, a lot of fun stuff coming up for the Pioneers who are on the road in California this weekend. Back home, then on the road to Indiana before Summit League play starts. She is back on the road for and back league. on the road right after that as well. Uh, hitting uh, Western Illinois and St. Thomas out of the gate, making that trip. Uh, so yeah, really only one more home game basically in 2021. I know you'll get Oral Roberts the last uh, or second to last day of the year, but uh, yeah, yeah, this is uh, you get to start uh, easing into the schedule at home, and now you know now you get to get the frequent flyer miles back. But you know, this, this California trip will be just kind of good prep to you for what to expect in conference, you know, two different opponents, um, a day prep in between, um, a little bit better than last year, playing back-to-back double headers right. with the same refs, might I add, um, but that's a whole nother segment, Tyler, we don't have time for. <laughs> Um, so I, I'm excited to just, you know, I, I keep telling people this is year 1A in terms of being a head coach um, for me. So to be able to have that balance and how to prepare, um, you know, all week for two, two teams essentially and try to slide things in and um, things like that. So I'm excited to have a little bit more of a normal year this year and to continue to grow myself. Certainly a uh, very different way to start a career in a season with nobody in the building and with weird road trips and all of it. And now some normalcy. I know. I'm looking at people like, why are people in the stands and why are we on this side of the floor? I'm like, is this how it normally looks? Like, no clue. People, you know, our our poor, you know, just kind of game day crew, like asking questions. I'm like, let's just talk at the end of the year because is this how it's supposed to look? I don't know. So it, it's been fun to like kind of see that too and learn that because as you mentioned last year, just kind of playing with no one in the stands. Um, you know, I'd noticed I'm probably a lot calmer this year is probably because I feel like people are actually watching. <laughs> well, actually watching, but yes, it's, it's been fun. It's been fun to kind of see what, what, it, what it can look like. And I've been impressed with our crowds too. It, it, it's nice to, um, you know, even just, we mentioned the story about Anna and her dad and, and to meet some of the parents, you know, you coach some of uh, Meg Uju for a whole year and don't even meet anybody. Um, and then to finally meet their parents for the first time. So it's, it's been a great experience that um, I know has, has provided some inspiration for them as well. So thankful to have people back in the buildings and to have uh, some things feeling normal as we uh, get closer and closer to the start of Summit League play in 2021 and uh, on into a new year, as crazy that is. She is Denver head basketball coach, Dosha Woods. Uh, It's so great to see you again. So great to do this again. We'll do it again next month, of course, and uh, we'll have so much more to discuss, uh, including more holiday plans and things, which are, you know, we're good at riffing. We've always been good at riffing. Always, always. And we've got a lot of holiday plans. So uh, things obviously off the court, on the court, but definitely excited to be back on on air with you um, and then share these stories. I still think we need our own show. So we'll just ease everybody into it slowly. We're laying the groundwork. Yes, yes. Exactly. It's fantastic. The Dosha and Tyler Show. She's Dosha Woods. I'm Tyler Mon. Denver basketball back at home. Uh, One more home game in the non-conference slate on December 7th against Colorado Christian. You can get your tickets for that. And uh, for Dosha Woods, I'm Tyler Mon. We'll talk to you next time on Chalk Talk from the Denver Pioneers. Thank you, Tyler. Go Pios.